Joining me tonight on the Kung Fu Driving Podcast, instructor, teacher, champion, Master Willie, the Bam Johnson. Master Willie, thank you so much for joining the Kung Fu Driving Podcast tonight. Thanks for having me, sir. It's great to have you. It's great to have you. Uh, we're heading into the holidays. Uh, how are you prepping for uh, all the holiday craziness that's about to go on? Well, I, hey, you just go with the flow, man. You have kids, you got the family, yeah. wife's in charge, you just got to go with the flow, right? Absolutely, absolutely. They say, be like water, my friend, so you have to be like water, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll take a, a moment to wish you and yours a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, and uh, you guys be safe, of course. But uh, tonight we're here to talk about uh, something uh, near and dear to your heart, uh, something that celebrates the martial arts and perseverance uh, in tough times, something that uh, you have called One Out of a Hundred, uh, a film that you had a, a hand in making. Talk to me a little bit about uh, what went into making this film and what makes it so special to you. Well, I mean, I think if most people follow my career, it was always to try to get into films. Um, since I was a kid, Bruce Lee inspired me to... Um, to I, I Just when I seen Chinese Connection, when I was a six-year-old kid, I knew what films could do. It, it touched my heart. Because, it, you know, by seeing a movie, it inspired me to break through obstacles. So I realized that if I could do anything to inspire other people, why not one day get into films? So it's just that it's just that I took that path that I seen many of the champions did, and that was to compete in tournaments, get on the magazine covers, and all that stuff. And back then, that's how you got famous. That's how Cindy, Keith Vitale, everybody got famous through being on the cover of magazines. So I followed that path, and you know I was on it to work with you know so so many great people, Cindy, Keith Steinberg, No Retreat, No Surrender, so many great great remarkable people. And I finally got that opportunity, which was WMAC Masters. And that just got that just lit the fire right there, man. I mean, when they, you know, I mean, and it ties into what we talk about, but when that moment that moment came, I was prepared. You know, they say, Are you ready? Yeah, I was ready. I've been prepared since I was six years old. So um that journey just really took me into doing, you know, achieving the goals, achieving meeting Bruce Lee's daughter. Wow, yeah. All that yeah. good stuff, man. You know, I mean. If Bruce was around, I'd have got a chance to meet him. But, you know, God bless his soul. But I got a chance to work hands-on with his daughter. I mean, what an honor right there in itself, you know. So, and some of the greatest martial artists on the planet. I mean, everybody that's leading the industry, you know, and films and so forth. They were tied into that TV show. And um, I don't know. I, I, I guess because it was a celebration of achieving a goal, I didn't realize the impact of the show. But when the show went off, it was, you know, I was trying to find myself and it was Isaac who said, bam, you're making movies and you're doing mixtapes. You need to take upon this as a career. So that's how I started doing films. And, um, you know, we did it. We did a lot of other films, but I never really tried to put them out there like that because I kept on putting them on the street. They're like mixtapes and music. And um, I don't know, man, bringing it forward when COVID happened. When the whole world was on lockdown, schools was shut down. Nobody was really teaching kids. Nobody was doing anything. But um, I have a mentor by the name of Champ Nichols, who's Damon John's speaking manager. 
And he always was preparing me to be able to go virtual. So when COVID happened, me and my wife sat there and we just seen what the kids were doing. We seen our own kids, how they kept us moving while every adult was panicking. It was just a group of kids that were like showing up and showing just so much like commitment and certainty to get on Zoom, not panic, even though they were being yelled at and screamed upon for, um, you know, just being in the way. I guess that's what was happening during that time. And I swear to you, one night I woke up out of, out of uh, my sleep, man, and started praying. And I just started coming up with the idea of one out of 100. I said, the world need to see what they're missing, that our kids are stepping up and being leaders when adults are breaking down and being paralyzed. And the best way to showcase it was the, you know, I, it was a spiritual thing. The movie concept came and that's how it came. It was like, yo, let's show the world what is happening. Kids are practicing martial arts. They showing up, they doing all these things. They're leading. They're not panicking under pressure. And that's how that idea came to me. It came to me from like, a, you know, just a, it was just a moment in time that came through my spirit. And I just like started writing and, and contacting people. And the rest is what we got now. One out of 100. Yeah, that's excellent. Now, to uh, without uh, giving away too many spoilers, the the, the movie does uh, focus on um, some youth uh, leaning on martial arts and and what they learned from martial arts to to rise above the troubles that were brought upon by COVID and not letting it slow them down. In fact, giving them a chance to dig deep and find that strength and commitment and perseverance to become that one out of 100 uh, that they were you know, destined to be if, as long as they follow that path, right? Now, talk to me, though, about how your martial arts and how martial arts in general really contributes to that kind of mental state, to where you are prepared to meet the obstacle, rise above it, and continue. Well, I mean, uh, if you're familiar with my story, I mean, a lot of people have because I speak from the heart. But um, during that time when I was a kid seeing Bruce Lee, I was also dealing with so many things that most kids deal with in the inner city, man, that I'm surprised I'm still alive today. And martial arts always played a role in me trying to find a way to break through the violence, the all the negative adversity, anything that can happen to a young African-American kid happened to me coming up in the city of Baltimore. And martial arts was my, it was, it was my, it, it never let me down. Martial arts was always there for me when everybody counted me out and everybody turned their back on me. You know, when my family didn't understand me, no matter what, I just held on to martial arts and martial arts always saw me through to the other end. And I mean, that's some devastating things that I went through, man. But this thing that happened to me, and I call it a blessing in disguise, in 1989, when my mom had passed away in my arms, and I was supposed to have been on the front cover for official karate magazine. And uh, I was playing both sides of the fence. I mean, nobody really understood the, the power of martial arts. So a lot of people didn't see the benefits of martial arts. So they didn't support what I was doing. I mean, you got a kid going to Madison Square Garden competing in tournaments. They didn't see that it could be money. I got started when... Dojos weren't making money. You know what I'm saying? You know, you go to the tournament, you was making a little bit of money, but nobody really seen what martial arts could really do for you internally. So I, I felt it and it was doing it for me. But yet when I came back to my environment, the drugs and the violence was so prevalent that 
it was too much for a young kid to be able to stand up under that sort of pressure. So I played both sides of the fence, not because I wanted to be a drug dealer or a gangster, but I wanted my mom to get off of the welfare. I wanted my mom to get through poverty. So bringing it forward, you know, after doing all those things, man, and I also got a chance to travel to China, man, you know, all these great things happening. But when my mom passed, that like that destroyed me. I wanted to die. And through that path, I just I think I was on a path of just rampant suicide, man. I just wanted to I just wanted it all to be over. And I got locked up and I got locked up in a maximum security prison. And I knew something was wrong with me because of martial arts. It's like, man, why am I here? I wasn't built to go to jail. My parents taught me better than that. Even though it was a violent community, still during those times within your household, before the, the drugs and stuff came, it was a great community. You could leave your door open. People show respect. So I came through that era. So when I was put in that situation, I realized that, hold up, man, I'm not fighting. I'm not going through any negative stuff. I didn't became one with this environment, jail. And what I did, I took all that time to go deep inside myself. For the first time in my life, I went inside and I began to find my, my true calling. And I said, man, if I start practicing martial arts in jail, that means martial arts is my calling. And guess what happened? That's what happened. And I met a guy when I was locked up. His name is Brother D. And he's a mentor in this movie. And uh, he told me, he said, man, I don't know how you end up here. I really don't care. But I'm going to tell all of y'all sitting in this room, only one of y'all going to make it. That's what he said. Only one of y'all going to make it. Who is it going to be? That was over 37 years ago. So when I came up with this idea, that's where one out of 100 came from. That one person, that man told me, only one of y'all gonna make it. That was 37 years ago, man. I done did everything that I never thought was possible because martial arts, I never did anything else but martial arts. My whole life, I mean, what greater life can you have than to take something that you was inspired by as a kid and now you done raised your family, you done changed communities, you never had no other job but to be blessed to take care of generations and build wealth from a skill set of martial arts. Not because I sold out and I commercialized it, I protected the art and I was rewarded because my authenticity of giving is far beyond the dollar bill. There's no price tag that you can put on that. So that's how that one holler 100 came because it's truly, the movie is truly uh, like elements of my real life. That's what it really is. So it was like seeing my kids, because you got my two boys in it, do COVID, they helped me and my wife grow. And I said, man, how do I make this work? And it just came. That's what one out of 100 is my life. It's a mindset. You know, 1% of the people in the world control all wealth. If you take one step, one step, one step, look how far we get. It ain't got to be a giant step. It's just do that one punch. Over and over, repetition, repetition, you wake up one day, man, that punch that was weak. Now, somebody come to, whoa, oh, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to hit you. My hand just, it just happens like that because I've been practicing so much. And that's what martial arts do, man. That muscle memory, that spiritual memory, that mental memory, it just happens. And that's what that one, that one percent allows us to do. If we can take it and understand that one percent of all people control our wealth, 
if we can show everybody else to think the same way, look at what we can manifest within ourselves. That's the deeper meaning behind one out of 100. Does that answer your question? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's totally inspirational. It reminds me of the, uh, the Bruce Lee quote. Uh, I don't fear the man who practices 10,000 kicks. I fear the guy who practices one kick 10,000 times. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> man. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, that's fantastic. And, uh, yeah, so you touched on it. Um, the, the film one out of a hundred, uh, has a lot of elements from your personal life. Were you at all reticent to reveal some of those darker sides of, of your life? No, because Bruce Lee says those who are unaware that they're walking in darkness will never see the light. When I, when I got locked up, I, when I got locked up, I had already achieved so many great things in the martial arts. I've been to China. I don't want world championships. I had a chance to work with so many people, but I think sometimes what happens and that's the beauty of martial arts when you deal with the physical and mental and not the spiritual, the internal part that many people don't get to, because everything today is all about external. Everything's about external. Many people don't like, because internal is boring, man. It's like, it's like faith, believing in the unseen. You know what I'm saying? You, you know it exists, but you just got to keep on moving. And one day you'll find yourself moving in it. So for me, I, I think when, when, I'm, when I'm looking at that process for me, I needed to tell the world what my darkest secrets was. See, because if I free myself from myself, that dark side can never come back and get me. We always understand, and, and many people run away from it. That's the problem with, I believe, our world today. We spend so much time on trying to live in the good that we don't realize that when we become one with the dark side and we become friends with the dark side, when I'm waking up in the daytime, man, I wake up every day like two or three o'clock and something like my mind don't ever say go back to sleep. You know, any negative thing that comes in my mind, I'm like, man, shut up. Let's go, man. You want you want to tell me that I can't? Let's go. I make it my friend. You know what I'm saying? And when you can take that, that's what martial arts is all about. When you take the positive and the negative and blend it together, you become turbocharged for success. What can stop you when you okay with your darkness? So when I came home, I went and told people I got locked up. Like, I mean, what am I fearful of? I'm already on the other side of that. And then the other thing about it, I need to put it in front of me, not because I'm bragging about it. I don't want it to come back and sneak up and haunt me again. You know what I'm saying? No. So that's what martial arts teach. Let's analyze. We, we spend so much time when you teach, everybody want to be perfect, but they don't, they don't want to accept setbacks. They don't want to accept the struggle. They don't want to accept the defeats until you in the, until you in the dojo accepting the 999 times of making a mistake that one time in that thousand will not never be totally yours until you accepted the 999 mistakes. That's how the world is. We make all those mistakes. And just before the miracle happens, if you hold on, you'll never have to repeat that again. Why? Because it's a part of your being. It's your art. It's who you are. And that's what martial arts is to me. Oh, man, I'm sorry. It's, I, I, it's beyond movies. It's beyond belts. It's beyond any of this. It saved my life. When I tell people this, I know when Bruce Lee talked about emotional content, this is emotional. I love the martial arts. I know what it can do, but it got to be all three. 
mind, body, and spirit. And we can change the world when we get to that internal, when we become an expression of love, when we become an expression of giving. I can't be nothing if I don't give it back to someone else with no hidden agendas. And that's what the great ones did for us. When Bruce Lee gave what he gave, he wasn't, he wanted to be famous, but think about it. It was more of him wanting to share with the world what martial arts did for him. You can see it in his being. And that attracted all of us. I'm not here to be famous. I'm here to show the world the beauty of what martial arts did for me. It took me from the hood, man. It took me from nothing. It took me through the darkest times in jail and in dark moments, living in homelessness and all of this, and brought me to this. So my, 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 my duty is to return by showing the world the power of the art through one out of 100, through anything that I touch. I want you to see how beautiful martial arts really is. It truly is the art of fighting without fighting. It's about love. It's about peace. It's about harmony. It's about building a better world. You know what I'm saying, man? That that's you can that's timeless. You know, hopefully that answers your question. I'm sorry for being so emotional, man. It's no, no, and, and let me tell you, it's hard to not be moved by your passion. Uh, by I, you know, I can feel. Um, your uh, connection to the martial arts through the screen and, you know, just listening to you and, and hearing what it means to you. It's, it's easy to see why you're such a successful motivational speaker and, and how you can share uh, your love and knowledge of martial arts with students and with your audience and with wh whoever is around you in, in your environment. Um, and, uh, and that's an amazing thing. And uh, I'm, I'm a martial artist myself. I, I'm, I'm studying it. I'm still relatively new to it all, but I, studied the martial arts because of the people around me that I could feel connected with it and it, it meant something more to them than just being able to beat somebody up yeah. you know if that's all you want out of it yeah you can have that but that's not that's you're going to stop there your development will stop right. there that's right that's you know right. what I mean right there's more there's more to it and there's more to get out of it and uh you uh touch on that with the film one out of a hundred we went through a very dark time with covid uh and it was a tough time for everybody but uh you know you talk about it in the story there is an opportunity to rise above it to find some way to connect to the martial arts use it to fuel you and use it to continue to grow uh, and develop as a martial artist uh and uh, again I'll, I'll let you speak to that a little bit more um because uh when you were creating this film and when you were uh, trying to spread your message of the martial arts, uh, what was the, the driving force uh, to make sure that this got out there to your audience? I think once again, when you were in it and many people that are, that are moving today, I talked to so many leaders and they were like, are you crazy? They thought I was crazy. I was like, I was still being positive. Because when you done been through hell, you know what I'm saying? When you done seen hell, you done been so low in the belly of the beast. What, are you, what is there to fear? And you got God. What is there to fear, man? It's like, come on, let's go. So I was all, I was motivated. I was still, me and my wife was doing all this. So when, when everything let down, the very next day we had, we were up on Zoom teaching classes. So I'm sitting here when everybody, my, my, my wife is, without her, I don't know what I would do. And she's sitting there like, well, look, let's do parents night out with the parents, on with the kids on Zoom. 
Let's let the parents go on the back porch, drink some red wine or whatever and relax. And let's take the kids and let's celebrate on Zoom. We were having parties with kids on Zoom. I was killing people on Zoom. They were dying. It wasn't a watered down workouts. We were killing people. It was, I believe that when God, oh man, when this spirit touches you, it, don't, it can come through a book. It can come through the screen. That's what Bruce Lee did for us. And that's what me and my wife was doing. And when I seen these kids showing up, working out, being committed, I said, the world need to see this. When everybody counting these kids out and calling them lazy and saying that they, my, my son asked me a question. He said, dad, in the midst of COVID, when nobody knew what was going on and everybody was marching and, and no disrespect to any of the movements or what was going on, but everybody was marching, Black Lives Matter, police, all this. My son said, dad, can I ask you a question? If COVID is killing people and nobody has a cure for it, why are all these people in the street like this? This was a kid. So that kid made me say, well, look, how ignorant are we? If we're dealing with a pandemic that can destroy us, how do we become so irresponsible and hit the streets doing all this stuff when nobody knows how this, this pandemic is going to affect many lives and it made me set back and begin to be the solution for my kids and i wanted the world to see that these kids understood temperature check they understood staying apart from each other they were following more of the laws and, and guidelines of COVID than adults and then one of the things that most adults don't realize if you do history more LLC businesses were started by kids and teenagers during the pandemic than any other time in history. They were taking their regular social social skills on the TikTok and, and video games and were creating businesses that was helping their parents find an income. So come on, you going to tell me that we saying this generation is stupid? They lost? They useless? They can't, they, they lazy? No, it's, it's one out of 100. And remember, when one gets it, they got to teach one. So think about the, 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 the ripple effect that we have when we build this new level of leadership. I think the problem that we don't understand with these kids, they don't care about how much you can pay me. They care about how much you respect me. They don't care about working hard and, and not being with your family and dying because you're so overworked and so stressed out. What they care about is, can I have a balance? Can I have a, a, a mental break? Can I have time where I can spend with my, my family? And then what is martial arts? Balance. It's not extreme. It's balance. So we look at, I'm not saying all of them, but how you going to count them out? They didn't already show it, and that's what this movie's showing. And you've seen the movie, and you can attest to it. It's showing you, like, that was real stuff, man. I mean, it was no better thing for me to do but to listen to the spirit, what martial arts is. When we listen to the chief, and we become one with the spirit, see, I believe that when we begin to put our intellectual property on the spiritual flow that comes through our motion, 
we destroy the higher consciousness that's coming to us. I stay out the way of when God's talking to me. I'm not intelligent enough to write one out of 100. It came through me. It came through me. So when I'm looking, I'm like, damn, we really did that during COVID? That was in the heart of COVID, man. It wasn't like we waited till COVID was over. It was during COVID when the, when the whole country was on lockdown. They was like, are you crazy? I said, nah, man, God's talking. Let's do it. And we came together. And that's the power of the highest level of martial arts, which is to listen to the spirit. Don't overthink it. Just be. Follow it. Let it go. You know, that's what martial arts is all about. And the crazy thing about it, when the spirit transcends, the mind goes to a level that's far beyond than what it think it really is. Because when we only do mind and body, we limit it. No, man, this is mind, body, and spirit. And that's what the movie shows. That's what it did. So that comes from what God was saying, what the chi, what the spirit of the martial arts was saying to me. And it's my duty as a student to answer the call and let us see the art manifesting. And I'm like, damn, did we really do that? That's how I look at it when I go back to it. And answer your question. I mean, yeah, does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Let me ask you, though. Uh, do you think that this film, in terms of appreciation, will be uh, limited to martial artists or aspiring martial artists? Or is there something there for everybody? Well, man... I, I mean, once again, I'm not going to brag. I, I say Robert Parham, and I love the brother so much for coming in and being a part of this. But now imagine this. Think about this. I didn't have Isaac Florentine look at the script and give me advice and be a, a mentor. Isaac Florentine. I didn't have Art Camacho. I didn't have Bruce Fontaine. I didn't have Jerry Trimble. Brother. How can you how can you be so blessed to have these great people to contribute? And at the end of the day, they say, bam, whatever you need, we with you, but you got this. Isaac said, you don't need me. You know what to do. Go do it. That's your teacher telling you this. And Robert said it. He said, I mean, Robert, I mean, it was so emotional. I mean, there were tears and and and, and everything when this movie was being shot. It is so powerful, man. The tears and the things that you see, some of that stuff was real. And when it was over, Robert kept saying, brother, I know you humble, but we're going to win so many awards for this. And he said, brother, you can take out the martial arts. This is just a good human story about overcoming adversity. The martial arts, this ain't even a martial arts movie. This is like the uh, a new Rocky. This is a... You know, it's, this, is, this is bigger than that, man. And that's what martial arts do. Like Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee is still here today, not because of Jeet Kune Do, but because of his life lessons, his philosophy. That's what the impact that martial arts supposed to leave. It's like, it's funny when people ask me, they say, what's your style? I say, I, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just being whatever comes, man. That's what martial arts is. We transcend all style systems and concepts. We just are a human expression of whatever the spirit has given us. And I think that's what that movie, it, there's no foul language in it. There's no sex in it. All the things that are destroying our society, you can go and sit down and watch a movie and not be offended. I mean, and, and it's like, oh, I call it like old school hip hop. 
public enemy can rap to you and he ain't gotta say one cuss word. You know what I said? LL can rap to you. They don't have to say one cuss word. I come from foul language. I come from destruction. Why do I want to brag about that when I can impact the youth? I got to be the opposite of what they saying. And at the same time, I still can have swagger, but I don't have to cuss. I don't have to exploit all these things that are destroying our society. Let us be the opposite. And you've seen the movie, and I can attest to it. Everybody say, grandmas can watch this. You done went into a lane that nobody's going into. Everybody can enjoy this movie. And they all will come back with something from this movie that I believe that God allowed us to speak to their soul and their spirit. And it will inspire you beyond just a kick or a punch. I mean, what's your take? You've seen the movie. What do you think? Yeah, and, and I, I agree with you. I think there there is something in here for everybody. Uh, martial arts uh, will definitely appreciate uh, the, the the martial arts involved in it, and and some of the personalities that are involved in there. Um, but beyond that, like you said, there's a there's a, a a human story about just rising up above the challenges that are thrown at you, whether you're ready for them or not. But the thing is that uh, if you are if you prepare yourself, mind, body, and spirit, you will always be ready for whatever challenges are there. Right. Okay, because you, you have that in you. It's it's just a, it's just uh, on you to call it out and and get on that. That's right? right. Yeah, you're, you're right. And, and you know what's so awesome? When we think of martial art films of our generation, there were always champions like you know uh, Don the Dragon Wilson, Keith Vitale, Cynthia Rothrock, Billy Blanks, and we always celebrate seven time world champion, seven time this. Well, guess what? The kids that are in this movie are the real point MMA champions. They are world champions. When have you seen a set of kids starring in a movie that are real world champions? We truly are showing you the next generation, not because they want to be movie stars. They just doing what they do. They are the future of what martial arts transpires you to become. It just... You're just a human being that just happened to be martial arts and martial arts inspired you. So when people come and see it, I mean, they're going to see a beautiful expression of what point MMA is. And once again, point MMA ain't nothing but freestyle sparring. It's just a way to rather than celebrating the negatives of a sport that they came and, and, and did so much for the martial arts. Let's celebrate the positive of what sparring does. It shows us how to control ourselves under pressure. Anytime we get angry, we done already lost every opportunity to be effective or to achieve any level. And I think the movie showed that. I, I mean, I, I want people to see it because it's just remarkable. I mean, my kids, man, my my boys, you know, it's like when I did WMAC Masters, I had my oldest son in it. And people thought it was a plan. It wasn't no plan. I just happened to do a demo and they said, hey, bam, can we put that in, the, in WMAC Masters? I said, oh, okay, I guess so. Why not? So it's like when you open to the spirit and you can move people not to question what they what they think they lack. Because remember, God gives us everything that we need. And the ultimate seafood lives inside you. The ultimate dojo goes wherever you go. And when you can impact people and get them to see that light inside of them, man, they do what we see at one of our hundreds. These people ain't even never act before. But Robin, like, oh my God, man, you, I mean, it's funny, it's humorous. I mean, you know, it's white guy in the movie, man, they hate him. They're like, oh my God, man, why he so, oh, it's just, I, I don't want to put it out there, but it's like, 
that was so the impact that certain characters in this movie was so impactful. I had to start writing part two while we were shooting part one. <laughs> so we already geared up for part one and part two, man. And, and, and it's funny when I've been talking to Rob and everybody like, man, I can't even I can't even say that part two gonna be better than part one because they all stand on their own. But part two is about what happens after COVID. No, man, we stand true to what Bruce Lee and what Marshall are supposed to do and what art's supposed to do. Art's supposed to emulate life. It should uplift us and give us a message or a subliminal to bring about change. It's not about being famous. I used to think that when I first wanted to get into movies, man, it ain't got nothing to do with fame. It's about delivering the philosophies and the messages that martial arts can do to change the world. And we do know if we put martial arts in the hands of many youth with the character, we can change the world. We can make it a better place. All what we see right now don't have to stay this way. And you know how nature goes. It changes. Like my instructor say, the way martial arts show us is when there's so much blood, there's nowhere else to go but peace. And when there's so much peace, there's nowhere else to go but blood. But how can you come and see a movie and you don't see one person die? You don't see no curse and you don't see none of this. You can sit back with your baby and know that their conscience is going to be empowered because you're going to see a story of everybody growing and finding we learn from our kids and our kids learn from us. And that's what martial arts is. And I believe once again, I take no credit for it because it came through me and it's beyond ego. It's about a selfless quest just to keep the true essence of what martial arts is alive. And that's the beauty of what I feel when I speak about it, man. I love who I am so grateful for what, Bruce Lee inspired me to be. And with many people, when you say wealth, when you become a part of a martial arts family where there's no racism and there's none of this stuff, there's just a connection to empower, man, that's priceless. I, I just asked myself, how did I get so lucky? And I will never abuse it. I will never destroy it. I will, even when you come to my dojo, I always tell the students, I say, look, this piece of paper that I got to teach you from to get the belt, I'm going to throw it away because the real truth is outside the paper. Let me be free and let me give you that. And that will feed you beyond me. And that's what I can't, I, I can't, you know, I ain't going to call it not selling out. I just love the art, man. It, it, it keeps my heart pounding. It, it gives me a chance to raise my family. I should be dead. I should have been gone a long time ago. But God found something bigger and he's allowing me to do what I'm doing. So when I think and I'm talking to you about Isaac Florentine and all these people, I can pick up on the phone. And it's not because we're trying to sell each other something. We're just trying to give each other the true, genuine expression of truth. I can't, man, I can't ask for no more than that right there, brother. And if that gives me one out of 100, I'm grateful. Yeah, uh, you, you. 
mentioned Bruce Lee, you know, sharing his philosophy and his martial arts with the world. Um, don't count yourself out of that mix. You know, the work that you did with WMAC Masters and, and teaching and uh, and motivational speaking and all of that stuff, um, the fact that you put yourself out there to touch so many lives and share your philosophy and share your martial arts, you're doing the same work that Bruce Lee did. You and the instructors uh, that teach the martial arts out there, you're the superstars to the kids in that class, right? Uh, you're the you're the voice that is giving them that instruction and giving them the motivation to push harder, higher, faster, uh, stronger. You know what I mean? So don't cut yourself out of that that credit loop. <laughs> All right, you know what I mean. Uh, and and one out of hundred is just another extension of that. So you're you you're giving a platform uh, to uh, others to climb up on and and ride some of that that inspiration well, thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> no uh, what uh, on that note though um with with things like um power rangers and wmac masters that you know inspired kids to take up martial arts in the first place ultimately uh those are good things right to uh, to at least expose kids to the martial arts um but how do you keep them um interested in it beyond again uh things like say john wick where it's you know, it's about blood and guts, exciting to watch, fun to watch and all that, you know, but uh, um, maybe paints uh, the martial arts in a slightly negative light. How do you keep the kids grounded to the real goals of martial arts? Well, I mean, I, I think I go back and say I, I am blessed and, I, and I'm, I'm fortunate to know that we probably produced more kids that came I say ordinary kids that you would never see starring spy kids and starring, you know, in some John Wick and all these movies today. I don't think there has ever been a dojo that has produced more homegrown people that are in some of the biggest action films out there right now. My daughter, my students, my new, my younger kids, my oldest son, you know, it, I mean, but I think it goes back to knowing that it's like, you know, Mark, we we as people, it's like we have so many different arms and legs that are within our spirit. And one of those arms and legs is how do you how do you share this this philosophy in a manner that is true to your being and your character? Somebody might be a a, a teacher, and they might, and we have some black bus. They now teach, you know, and, and that's the and, and their philosophy is still the same on martial arts. I think when when you walk the walk and you talk the talk and you live the life and it and what we tru truly know martial arts is a way of life when you when you eat it breathe it and you are it when I see my teacher I call him master brown outside the dojo you know I call my wife master kimber they like y'all been married for all these years you call your wife master at home you know it's just that's just what I do you know I call my son mr marco mr messiah Mr. Zarian, that's just, that's what martial arts do for me. And I think, I, I ain't going to say I think, because it goes back to my parents. When my parents told me to always show respect, regardless of what dark moments I was in, I always showed respect. You know, you, that's that right there. Even when I was homeless, I always showed respect. When I was incarcerated, I always showed respect. Character will always stand out beyond anything else. And I think when you truly live that, the people around you will be impacted by that. And they truly know the essence of martial arts. 
Because in our school, in order for you to achieve a level of what we call, I mean, belts don't matter, achieve a goal. In order for you to achieve a goal, you got to learn how to search beyond my truth. You got to read books on, you got to read the Bible. You got to read books on philosophies. But at the same time, you got to cross-reference them with other things. So what I want them, what, I, what we have been good at, when you leave us, you now know how to fish for the rest of your life. You don't need me no more. And, I, and, and we design it where we want you to be bigger and better than us. There is no competition. And when you're that true, brother, you know, I mean, it's like that's how you keep them grounded. Because in everybody's darkest moment, when you impact their consciousness with truth, not my truth, but universal truth. When the student is ready to pull upon that truth. They will find it. When I was locked up, a guy told me his name is Brother D and his character is in the movie. He said, brother. Don't ever say what you have learned and your journeys that you have taken don't work. The problem is that you didn't work it. He said, but when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When I got locked up in a max security prison, locked up for um, 23 hours and let out for one, I knew what I had to do. I had to go inside myself. I had to now use what was, Bruce Lee talked about it. Why are we so busy looking out? Why don't we spend enough time looking in? The whole world is looking out. Let's go in because we already got everything that we need within. And when we truly learn to master that truth, we will be connected to like-minded people that understand that the real power is, is an inside-out job, not an outside-in. It's an inside-out. And that vibration will change everything. And I think because we, because I, I ain't gonna say I, because, I think, because I live that. I mean, if you see me, I'm up three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. For what? Because I'm just listening, man. I'm doing whatever God wants me to do. And I think so when, when we implant that seed within anybody that we touch, when they're in darkness and you see a kid picking up a Bible, reading a Bible, you already know he know what to do. When my son is at the kitchen table and going through a struggle and he puts his hand down and he pray, I say, he good. He already know where the spread their power is at. You know, and that's what that's what martial arts supposed to teach. But that's what life's supposed to teach. And I think because I do that, and I never, I never want to tell anybody what to do. I don't ever want to judge anyone because who am I to do that? You know, and because we're so genuine, you come out of school, you'll see me the same way. I'll do push-ups with kids. I'm so humble. I don't like to be, you know, I don't like all the ego stuff. I don't. I don't I don't care about the fame. I don't care about none of that. I care about just people. I care about love. I care about peace. I care about harmony. And because of that, I see these great rewards happening and I take no credit for it. I'm just blessed to know that it's like God gave me a chance to share this truth because I was open to it. So because of that journey, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When Robert came up with the, the concept behind the movie, and this is the state of the world. When the teacher is ready, the students will appear. Look at that. You know what? When the teacher is ready, the students that will carry on your legacy beyond your physical death on this earth will appear. 
and they will celebrate your legacy and your philosophy, not your ego and your rewards and, you know, and, and, and you wanting pats on the back. They will just be extension of your truth. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. I call you Master, well, Master Lamb. Are you still a student? Oh, I just got my white belt. My instructor just gave me my white belt like a couple of months ago. So I'm just a white, advanced white belt. Because you know they're little belts in Kung Fu. So like, like my wife, she has her first black belt. And we always tell them, we say, guys, look at her belt. It's turning white because it's so beat up. It's like, you know, it's like falling apart. And you look at it like, whoa, it's turning white. That's exactly right. We What happens is like Brucey say, you know, outside his, his school was a tombstone. There was a man once fluid and adaptable, but now crammed with classical mess. Why? Because he got so caught up in the people, places, and things, and, and styles and systems, he lost his freedom. In the dojo, you come a, 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 a Nobel. You come empty. And through all the stuff that we go through, the reason why I get up every morning at, at three o'clock or two o'clock in the morning, because I get up empty. Let's go. Let's make this happen. It's a new me every day, man. Yesterday's history. Tomorrow's a mystery. All I got is a day, man. Let's make it the best. And I hate, and I ain't going to say I hate. Jail taught me that. I didn't know if I was going to live tomorrow. I never got in one fight. Now think about it. I never got in one fight. And I practiced martial arts every day and people knew it. But you know what? I realized that all I have is today, every second. When I learned to cherish those seconds, those seconds turned into 37 years of being the person I am today. So every day I count my breath. I write to God every day. I love, man. I Whenever something bothers me and I get angry, I got to find a way to look. Because like, like Bruce Lee and, many, and we know, nothing has the power to destroy our spirit until we give it to it. So the ultimate goal is when something disturbs you, take a minute back, take a deep breath and see what you contribute to that negative emotion and be held accountable for what you contribute and let everybody else be them. And when you come back around those people, I swear to you, when you come back around those people that probably were negative and probably were a part of the negative decisions that sent you to jail, they will not even remember who you used to be. They just excited of who you are right now. You ain't going to tell me that ain't great. That's, man, what can you say about that? You feel what I'm saying, brother? You know, and that's and you. Everything I'm saying, you see in a movie, man. This is that's what we. I don't know how we were able to capture it. It goes back to Robert. One thing I say about my man, my brother, Robert Parham. I have never been around anybody in a long time that allowed me to surrender my control. And if you see some of the pictures, people cannot believe it. Look at. Look at Bam. He laying down. He never lays down. That was because I had someone I can trust, who was Robert Parham. And then my other spiritual brother, um, Byron Menz of South Central and, and Black Dole, I'm a Black Dynamite and, and Outlaw Johnny Black getting ready to come out. Without him, all the stuff I'm doing right now, I can put it out there because he's my secret brother. He all everything that I do, he's like, all right, brother, I think you should go and do it. And he would inspire me from the movie South Central 
to turn my life around. Now over our, what we've been brothers for more than 18 years. And anything that I do, I always run it by him. And he gives me the advice that is truly real of me just becoming a man that's held accountable for all that he's doing, make sure that he's putting messages out there to empower the world and not destroy the world. And that's how what and that goes right back to one out of one. Everything that we said is about one out of hundred, man. You know what I'm saying? It goes, you know, I mean, you can see it. You can see yeah. yep. you can yep. feel it. Come on, man. It's beyond a movie. It's just a concept. It's a movement. It's everything. Yeah. What do you think? Regardless, regardless of the level of mastery that you have achieved, uh, you you sound like a uh, enthusiastic student <laughs> forever, and 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 that's exactly uh, what that's exactly what we want um, all of our uh, martial arts students to be, right? Forever a student, forever learning, forever pushing, uh, regardless of what degree black belt you achieve. There's always something more to learn. There's always some more uh, way to better yourself, and that's the, that's the goal that keeps you uh, moving forward, right? So tell, uh, let, let the audience know when, when, where, how they can see one out of a hundred. Okay. Well, of course we got a big premiere coming up in Baltimore at the historical Charles theater, um, uh, December 27th from four to six. So you can see us on Facebook. You can buy tickets. You can come down and you can see for every ticket you buy, you sponsor a kid to come and see the movie for free. Um, oh, that's fantastic. Uh, with the movie, our concept also behind um, what we're doing with the movie is allowing us, our ultimate goal is to give away one million scholarships of point MMA all over the world. If we can impact kids, you know, like basketball and baseball with the values and principles of martial arts, we then did our journey. And that's what the, that's the root cause and meaning behind the movie. But also it should be on Tubi probably by the end of this, the end of this month, um, from what I understand with Robert. Um We'll be making, you know, the the DV, I mean, uh, the thumb drives and and other things available. People want to buy it. And once again, for anything that you support with the cause of one out of one hundred, you sponsor a kid that is in a situation where they believe that they that is hopeless. They, you know, they were like they they going through what I went through, but rather than them having to go through all the hell I went through to get the message, we want to make sure this movie gives them a chance to see that all those kids that you see in that movie are real, and if we can give you a movie to go home and motivate, and then, oh, let me hit you with this. We got a soundtrack for one out of 100 men. That's <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got some music, because that's what I do, too. We do the music. Come on, man, this is martial arts. The spirit can go through anything, how you dress, how you sing, <laughs> how you rap. Come on, man, this is martial arts. The vibration affects everything. So we got the movie, we got the mixtape, we got the album, we got all of this, man, that God has blessed us. So, you know, when, when the after the 27, all the stuff will be available. You'll be able to, you can go to pointmate.com right now and get the um the mixtape um for free. You can download the mixtape. And I guarantee you, anybody listen to this, I guarantee you, once you hear the chant song, you're gonna be rocking. You're gonna be like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's rocking, it's fire, man. But you know? say, say that side again. Tell them where to go. Um, it, 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 they go to pointmate.com and you'll see in the bar one out of 100 and go right there. You can buy your tickets and you can download the hottest, the bangingest street mixtape on the planet. No cursing. Ain't no cursing. Ain't number conscious hip hop with some beats 
that's going to make you get up and want to go to the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, Hip-hop and uh, martial arts have, have formed an inextricable bond, so right, definitely right. get on that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, tell them about your school. Where, where, can guys fi- where can people find out about that? Well, yeah, you can go to, once again, pointme.com. You can train with us online, you know, the classes. You can, you can get an online course to point MMA, crazy athletics and all of that. And and for any course that you buy online, once again, you sponsor a kid and that one million uh, scholarships that we're trying to give away. You can come to the dojo, you know, and, you know, it goes to the BAMS.com. You can come to the dojo. But remember, man, we, we, we work hard, man. You know what I'm saying? We don't take no water breaks. You know what I'm saying? We call you suckers. <laughs> we call you scrubs. You know what I'm saying? You just start probably seeing some of our videos. Kids, be, they be coming down the steps. we like, get up, sucker. Let's go. Ain't no water break, man. That's how we do, man. We prepare them for life, man, you know? But it's fun. You know what I'm saying? We call it structured fun. And then guess what? You ain't going to have a BAM class without some slamming hip-hop beats going and pumping up. Be <laughs> real about it, man. We ain't joking, <laughs> It's a big party at the BAM. So if you want to come... And the acronyms for the BAMs, it means better attitude makers. Wherever we go, we got to make people, places, and things better. And if we not, why in the world are we there? That's real. I cannot imagine a better attitude maker than Master Bam himself. Well, you are an inspirational figure. Uh, it, it's it's impossible to not see the passion and the emotion uh, that you show for uh, for martial arts uh, and for your message. Um, I can't see how anybody that isn't in your personal space isn't affected by that enthusiasm, just infected with that enthusiasm. It, it must be an amazing thing to see and be a part of. Um, I, I've gotten to meet you a couple times. It's always great to meet you. I, I congratulate you on on uh, one out of a hundred. Uh, I wish it nothing but success. Uh, and I, I hope that um, what you feel for martial arts uh, gets conveyed to everyone that that movie touches. And uh, you know, th- there's a there's a strong message there, a positive message for uh, for martial arts and for non martial arts alike. And uh, I hope that people that do get to enjoy that uh, film really feel that. And uh, credit to you and to Robert Parham and to everybody that collaborated and contributed to the, to the film. Um, you're doing some good stuff and I, I hope it continues. You, sir. And again, best of best wishes for a, a happy and healthy holiday season to you and yours. Okay. And if you're not doing anything on the 27, you can come down to the premiere with the family. We got, you know, we got the premiere and then we got a big party afterwards. My wife always liked to feed everybody good, man. You'd be so <laughs> You be so stuff. You be sleeping with the family in the dojo, man. You, you know? So you're welcome to come down, bring the family. As a matter of fact, anybody that's listening, you're welcome to come down, man. This is about the movies going back to the community that I contributed to destroying. We now are coming back to rebuild, man. You come back and you can be a part of this great opportunity and just have a good time. And end the year with some great energy, some great camaraderie and some fun. Let's, let's make this world a better place. And together we can do that. You cannot turn down that that invite. Everybody that's listening, uh, Master Willie the Bam Johnson here has extended a personal invite to be part of one out of hundred to be that one out of a hundred uh, that uh, is available there. So, Master Bam, thank you again for uh, for taking some time out. Best of luck with everything. I wish you nothing but success. Yes, sir. Same here. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas. <laughs> All right, Merry Christmas, sir. Peace and blessings. Poison plan rocks the world.
Bounce in the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. I see the iron fisted monk upon the daily prayers Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs The fate of Lee Khan, now's in King Yu's hands With the fearless Aida roaming over the lands Yeah, the little bit soldier is older than wiser He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to great jars Fight for the cars, then pause, hear the applause Not again, back kicks will defeat the outlaws Very good, but more don't hit back Yeah the death jewels here David D is coming back The Tai Chi master Jelly's even faster Could chat a little drink Because he is the drunken master Once upon a time in China Rosamund Kwan is real fine But see Maggie show his finer Golden Swallow has arrived Shang Chi movies Will the hero we survive We've got the brave archer Make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight May as well pick the spot Yeah the sky goes black Cause the vampire's back We've got Lam Ching Ying To kill them all So stand back He plays the black magic On the soul of the sword and our sword will travel until his body's on floors Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Mantis style Yeah, defeat the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See, it's a game of death, yo, you're facing the big boss. It's once upon a time in China, counting the TikTok. The Shogun Assassin slash and blood just did drop. The head kick, neck drop, balance, but won't stop. Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins. He's got Irma just in yellow, but she isn't the dragon, but in the tea rooms. That's where it'll happen. She got the bodies on the floor, when the blood it'll splatter against the walls. No fear at all, to kill them all. There's always blood spilled when you head into a war. Fearless. Unleashed The fist of legend that the car jet leaked I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine